Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about banner blindness and how to reduce banner blindness for better ad conversions. So a banner is that big image maybe at the top of your landing page or your blog or um, in your ad. Uh, it's the visual component, not the text component. Do you ever go to an event and have difficulty finding the restroom? I mean, we we look for somebody who works there and... They point you in the right direction with a sigh as if to say, duh, you're right there, or can't you read the sign? And you kind of feel foolish. But here's the truth. You're not foolish. You're just overstimulated. There's so much to look at that you don't even notice the sign. That might be right in front of you. Okay, so what's that have to do with marketing, advertising? Well... The first banner ad, according to instapage.com, ever created was in 1994. And it got a whopping 44% click-through rate. Wouldn't we all dream of results like that now? Unfortunately, though, the average click-through rate on banner ads this day and age is half a percent according to instapage.com this is due to banner blindness the very real phenomenon of not noticing ads because we're so used to them and or because we choose to ignore them why banner blindness even exists i mean it's possible for us to pay attention <sighs> to some words, but impossible for everyone or every ad that crosses our path. I mean, this is not just true because of digital marketing. It's been that way for TV commercials and radio commercials forever. Junk mail, right? If we did, we would get nothing done. We would be completely overstimulated and probably go insane. Eye-tracking studies from nngroup.com indicate that we tend to ignore the top, bottom, and right side of websites as those are the areas where banners are usually displayed. And most of us internet users probably close out pop-up ads and block them before we even read them. Somehow, though, banner ads are still an effective method of advertising, and if done right, they can yield exceptional results. Nine pro tips for overcoming banner blindness. So let's say you're a marketer. You certainly can't afford avoid banner blindness either. But there are several things you can do to help your ads get noticed. And so let's take a look at how the pros do that here uh, as we set in late 2019. One, 
Choose a unique position. Banner blindness occurs because people are used to seeing something that's predictable. Therefore, they know how to avoid it, whether intentionally or not. So to avoid banner blindness, you have to do things that they aren't expecting. Like different ad positions and placements and colors and fonts and CTAs and images that are shocking. It's been shown that people tend to view web pages in an F pattern and sometimes in an X or Z pattern. Just think about that as you visually run your eyes across a magazine or website page. These are patterns that get worn out when everyone places their ad in those positions. So why not take a risk and try something else? Probably be cheaper. And when an ad position was that was working and it stops getting good results, switch up your position. Try ads in unique places. Most people expect ads to be placed on home pages, in articles, in high-profile pages. So do something different and place them on a welcome page, a thank you page, a non-traditional place. Think about that. Point two, try not to stand out. Now this sounds counterproductive to everything we just talked about, but sometimes the best way to avoid banner blindness is to stop hitting your viewer with a typical ads. Native advertising. That's when you advertise within content and make it look like part of the content. The ad doesn't stand out like an ad and disrupt the attention of the viewer. It looks more like another article. It's cohesive and it flows with the content the viewer is already engaging with. You can do this with Facebook ads that don't have a call to action button. You can also include an ad right within your blog, either as a call to action graphic that matches the look and feel of the content or as text that looks like it's a further deep dive into whatever it is your page is talking about. Number three that the masters use, they master color and contrast. When an ad lacks contrast, it's easy for it to get lost in the mix and fall prey to banner blindness. When it has contrast, it draws in the viewer and color is the basis of all contrast. Color plays an important role in avoiding banner blindness because it has such an impact on our emotions. The right color combinations attract the eye. Some make us ignore an ad, others turn us off completely. The best color combinations for attractive ads are colors that are opposite of each other on the color wheel because they create a pleasing contrast and make important elements of the ad stand out. 
And if you can also use your ads colors to complement and contrast the color theme of the website, that's mastery. How about a little refresher from your elementary school art class? What are complementary colors? Red and green, orange and blue, yellow and purple. Okay? So when you go choosing contrast and mastering color, let's go back to first grade. Number four. Be a little creepy. A retargeting ad is an ad that follows people around once they've seen your stuff, been to your page. If they come to your website, they showed some interest in something on your website, you can retarget them based upon whatever it is they looked at and show them ads when they visit other websites. Some people find that creepy, but it's highly effective. Retargeting ads have been shown to have a 147% increase off of original cold traffic conversions, according to readycloud.com. This is because people aren't so blind to the things they are interested in. And when they see you everywhere else, they assume, wow, you're really good. Number five, be relevant. When you have so many things to look at and filter out, like we do when we're searching the web, it's only natural to filter out what is irrelevant. If it doesn't pertain to what we are looking for at that moment, we just pretend it isn't even there. When your ad is completely relevant to what the reader is searching for, and when that relevance is projected clearly in the ad, it'll get noticed. So here's some ways you can do that. Use keywords in your ad that match what people will likely type in to get to the page where your ad exists. In your ad, a little direct solution to the problem that the content they are reading is trying to solve. Make sure the websites you place your ads on are relevant to your ad and your audience. Number six, if your market is B to C, tap into emotions. If it's B to B, tap into logic, ROI, facts. Don't just write an ad that talks about how great you are, your product is, your service is, or your company is. I got news for you. People don't care about you. They care about what they're going to get. Instead, your ad copy has to speak to what you're going to do for your viewers. It should speak to their emotions, their need, the facts they're looking for, and compel them to act because you offer the solution they need. 
In your ad copy, talk about benefits, not features. Tell a story. Help your viewers see themselves in that story. And write headlines that catch their attention because it matches how they feel. Point seven by the pros. Know that mobile is where it's at. So right now we're in the fall of 2019 and it's estimated that by 2025, 75% of the world will use only smartphones to access the internet. Keyword only. So if you aren't optimizing your ads for mobile, you're simply not facing reality. You should be mobile first. Make sure your ads look just as good on mobile as they do on desktop. Choose your ad placement carefully because your ad can easily get lost when it's in the middle of too many ads on a smaller screen. Point eight of the pros, get it on video. It's no secret that people love videos, so we aren't going to give you the statistics of why video is effective, but we do want to point out that video can also be an effective advertising tactic, especially when it comes to reducing banner blindness. With video, you can tell a better story than you can with an ad graphic. Videos are more engaging. And people find themselves being drawn into them, which makes them harder to ignore. If your product or service needs a little more detail to point out how great it is, you should be trying out video ads. Point number nine that the marketing pros use. They don't make people sick and tired of you. <coughs> when you're running ads on Facebook or any other platform, we can run into ad fatigue. Especially if the same people are seeing your ads over and over again. That leads to banner blindness. And Facebook is really good at letting you know when that happens. By showing you a metric of the how many times the average person has seen your ad. So increase your targeting audience. Or alternate various versions of your ad so that the frequency of your ad is reduced. Let's conclude. Here's the bottom line. You can't eliminate banner blindness completely. I mean, this whole issue has been going on for six, seven, eight decades, literally. The battle between the consumer's attention and the marketer and advertiser trying to gain that attention. It's a real thing, and it's not going to go anywhere, and it doesn't change just because of technology. But the marketers who have the best conversions 
with their ads are the ones who figure out how to reduce it and increase conversions. They're trying to decrease that ad fatigue. The best way to beat banner blindness is to be on the cutting edge of marketing, but also watch your statistics, your analytics, as much, if not more, than the ad itself from the design side. And then when the cutting edge hits, don't be afraid to get into what's new before too many people are. That's what we do at Viral Solutions. We specialize in giving you the information and services that can help you do that. Because you've got to stay ahead of your competition. There isn't anybody out there that does not have competition. We're committed to seeing you succeed. We exist in order to grow your business and to double your sales, double your donors with proven marketing strategies that will help your business over the long haul. So this is where you can stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing at ViralSolutions.net and on the Viral Solutions podcast on your favorite channel. Thanks for listening. Tune back in here for the next time we want to talk about marketing on the Viral Solutions podcast.